Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best to come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Uh, you know sometimes when you see something online or whatever and you're like, there's no way that's right. There's no way. And so you don't, you just like. like you, everything. You don't, yeah, well. <laughs> no, not your stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, like, like data or some numbers or whatever. Like, there's no way that's right. And then you start mm-hmm. thinking about it like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, it is. I'm going to check it out. So. Um, on our Pat and JT Facebook page, it's Pat and JT. You mm-hmm. posted that thing about oh. the uh, Ruby Dooby Doo. Ruby Dooby Doo. Um, our post, not the national post, but our post, your post, mm-hmm. um, has uh, almost 7,000 likes, just that post. Yeah. Um, 60 shares, and it's reached almost 50,000 people, just that post. 800 comments. Which is awesome. It's uh, amazing. People, yeah, people from all over the all over the world. So that is that's. And did super you see awesome. that Ruby Dooby Doo commented? Uh, I did not. Is the very first comment that's on there is from the Ruby Dooby Doo page, which we've talked about Ruby, um, the Doberman that passed away congestive heart failure, and it was last week. She has about or had about I guess still does have over a million followers, and her owner Charles is a photographer, and he had started just taking pictures of his little puppy, and then taking pictures as she learned. Uh, new things. And, and he was even teaching her sign language uh, at one point, like different barks, because he taught her how to whisper mm-hmm. and then how to bark big. And then, you know, and, and whisper, you know, growl, you know. And, yeah. and he, he would talk to her and then he's teaching her hand, uh, hand signs for it. Um, but he was also promoting the breed as well. This is, a, he'd had another one before Ruby and they're going to get another one. Um, they will, after they kind of spend their time they, they're grieving right now i mean they've had they only had it for eight years and they put her into treatment for the congestive heart failure for dogs dcm i think is what it's called and um they probably got another two years with her um with That's the treatment they said if you catch it early they can have a very very happy extension of their life and then it just got to a point where she was not acting right and the last video they posted was the morning before that evening, she started acting funny, and they posted a video of her seeing some wild turkeys across the street, and she was like, Marf, what is that? <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, and, and it was just the cutest video, and then it was that night that they had to take her in. Um, and he's, his video, he posted one video also of just him just thanking everybody, and there were so many edits in the video because you could tell, you could see he was tearing up, mm-hmm. and he was trying to hold it together saying thank you because he had like 250-some thousand um, replies to that initial post that he put up, and Jeez. then he received buckets of cards. Um, and then people started doing the signature picture that he has on the Ruby Doo page. There's a picture of half of her face, half of his face, and it's just beautiful. And then people started doing that with their own dogs and sending in the pictures as well. Um, it's just a neat community. Yeah, that is really cool. It makes me tear up because it's just so heartfelt. Um, but it is really cool. But yes, it, one of the first ones, and it just said, "Ah, thank you so much," um, with some heart signs and and stuff. And a lot of people, I don't know, I don't know how it, I don't know how that all works. But all I know is all of a sudden it blew up, and I'm like, "What, what, 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 yeah. what is going on here? And how did you all see this?" But uh, so many people also reached out, um, names that I recognized that have been with us for a long time that also were following her. And we just never had talked about her out loud because mm-hmm. we all were following. And I'm sure there's several accounts that are like that, that we're all following. I think Piglet's another one, the little blind and deaf puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Piglet goes on on tour and, and kind of, and, and was here in Omaha, as a matter of fact. And you could go down and see Piglet and her owner is a veterinarian that kept her and, and they've taught her commands basically via touch. You know, so that's that insane, she man. can get around and have a good life. 
But yeah, that, isn't cool. that crazy? Yeah, that, is, that is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you to everybody. It was, you know, welcome to the Pat and JT page. Right. Um, <laughs> like, subscribe, rate, review. <laughs> Whatever you right? do. I think it would be a good time to post something, right? probably. <laughs> like, hey, all new people. <laughs> this is how we roll here. So anyway, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Surely did not expect that. That no. honestly, it was just a really short post. And then I got a, a couple of emails, too, from people asking, hey, are you the ones that posted about Ruby? Are you the rate uh, the pod, Are you the podcast that, that posted about Ruby? And I'm thinking, well, I'm sure others did, too. But maybe they just responded and they were just reaching out. I haven't heard back from them since. Actually, I haven't looked. Let me double check. That was just yesterday. Anyway, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, super cool. So do I get an award for that? Uh I don't think I don't so. Think it. I don't. Okay. I mean, unless Ruby Facebook gets it, unless Facebook's going to throw one in your way. I it don't. would be it would be a Ruby Award if anything. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, speaking of great posts, too, I saw this one. You know, NIL is a big thing. Name, image, likeness for uh, college athletes, and one has hit, and it's got almost six million views for this commercial for a local company. And you'll sing it in your head the minute I say SOS heating and air conditioning. SOS. Yeah. SOS. Um, so. There and I can't play the audio, or maybe I can. Can I play the audio? Uh, is it on a website or is it a YouTube page or what? It's, can you let me see here? It's on. Go to you want me to send it to you real quick? Uh, send the link in our little chat here in our on let our me copy that little and dealie. Send it over. Uh, I'll see if that works and see if we can't or do then, this because or you can comment or whatever. It is funny. Let's see. Con- command copy, command V. There we go. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Mac. I'm. I know. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to hit right click. Paste. I know it's not. It, you, okay, I just dropped it in. All right, I'm clicking on this. We'll see. See if that. If you can't play that, because it is one of the Huskers, and I'm not going to say. I'll wait and see if we can't get this to come up for it. Um, but it is one of the Huskers that got a deal with SOS, and like I said, almost six million views. The comments are hilarious. Okay, I'm, yeah, I can I'm, play it. Here we go, ready? Okay, you don't need to play I'm it so all. I'm so glad we called SOS. RAC is the coldest. I'm always the coldest. SOS, Hold on. Hey, this is Dakota Scrawford. There you Robert go. The coldest from Louisiana, co- now playing in Lincoln. When you're <laughs> that is, that's genius. The coldest Crawford uh-huh. is one of our players. Fantastic name. It is so funny. <laughs> I'm always the coldest. <laughs> <laughs> The comments are amazing. <clears throat> a lot of people just saying, sign him up to a long-term deal. Uh, SOS, no way you envisioned getting this many eyeballs on your company. Congratulations, NIL rules. Um, this is how it's supposed to work. Uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Because you've got that energy that you know with those players. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get something to take home for it. Man. As they, it should be. If, they could, if you could do <laughs> NIL for like... <clears throat> strippers <laughs> just think mercedes uh what are some other ones well the spice rack you just start yes, there right yeah that's right the spice rack yeah so you yeah you can uh yeah I, i'm mm-hmm. gonna say there are quite a few products that hi i'm annis jenkins <laughs> this is my or cumin i'm cumin cumin stevenson <laughs> so, so yeah so that's pretty cool that's really cool. All right. So uh, before we go on here, we've got a, a great uh, guest that's joining this this morning. And we're going to talk about one of Pat's favorite subjects as a 12-year-old man. Cheese? Uh, poop. 
Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, I was thinking when I was 12, I loved, my favorite subject was cheese. <laughs> when the 12-year-old inside you pops out. I think, yeah, yeah always talking about poop, but you're going to enjoy this. Okay. There's literally a documentary. This is literally legit stuff. Okay. Uh, but first, and, and Centris says thank you. Right. Cause that was on you. <laughs> so Centris Federal Credit Union has been our partner for the last 12 of 2022. And we're rolling into getting real close to the third or fourth quarter, as a matter of fact. Um, love being partners with them and thank them so much for supporting the podcast and being a part of this. And uh, we can't speak more highly of them when it comes to dealing with your local bank. Uh, Centris Federal Credit Union does all they can to, to make things easy and, and to take care of your financial needs. Yeah. And if maybe you're going to save money for a bathroom for that will tie into Mm-hmm. That's what we were just talking about. Right. You can throw money into a savings account there. Uh, CentrusFCU.org is where you can go or 402-334-7000. All right. So Troy Hale is our guest today. Troy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, okay, hold on. I got to get back over here on the other page here because I, there we go. Oh, now I can see you too. Okay, great. <laughs> I know nobody else can see you. Just we can see each right. other. But um, anyway, Troy, first let, let's let you go ahead and do the introductions because you are legitimately a professor and we rarely you know it's every once in a while we have really smart people on our podcast yeah that's not me (laughs) (laughs) no i'm a i'm a professor of practice at michigan state university uh i teach documentary film film and journalism very good how long you been there oh i've been here almost 15 years now that's awesome you like it yeah like michigan uh it's okay (laughs) (laughs) where are you from originally uh, nowhere, actually. Uh, I've moved around quite a bit. I, I had a career in broadcasting before this, so I moved around the country a lot. And mm-hmm. then uh, my my father had a job that moved us around the world, so I lived all over the place. So you're literally and, from nowhere. Like you you could I, say everywhere I'm, and nowhere. I'm literally from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the longest I've ever been in one place. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, so introduce us to this topic because I've had a chance to kind of take a look at some of the articles that have been written about it. I want to know how things got started, how you turned this topic into a documentary, uh, and what inspired <laughs> this journey. Right, so first I always have to ask this because I've been on the radio before Am I allowed to curse? Sure. <laughs> this is a podcast. Okay. Yes. All right. So you're good. <laughs> I, really, I really have to watch myself on, uh, on, on the radio here. So, yeah, we have a documentary film called Shit Saves the World. Uh, and it is a kind of a comedy documentary uh, environmental film. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to produce. Like what's, what is – if you – the elevator pitch, what is Shit Saves the World? <laughs> That it's a comedy environmental film that kind of, you know, most environmental films kind of leave you bummed out that we're just killing the planet. And this one actually has uh, answers at the end. There's a, a lot of people that are doing just some amazing things. So it's like pro poop. Like, is it like yes. poop, poop, poop? It literally can we can turn poop into saving our planet? Yes, absolutely. I, love that. I mean, I mean, historically, you know, we going to the bathroom and getting rid of human waste you know, historically has caused a lot of diseases because we just would go anywhere and that would seep into our drinking water and all (laughs) kinds of things. And it'd be all kinds of problems. So, uh, and then nowadays we have something like just under 8 billion people on the planet, 60% of them, 4.5 billion people don't have access to toilets in the year 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's still quite a bit of a problem. And then with that, you know, uh, sanitation systems and uh, sewers and all that allowed us to build up into big cities 
And that allowed a lot of people to, to come together in small amount of place. And uh, that causes problems as well. It is so. actually genius. The system, and I've, I, I, I don't mm -hmm. think about much, but when I do, I have thought about like been in a hotel before thinking there is probably a 500 people flushing the toilet at the within like 15, 20 minutes of each other. And somehow it doesn't stink. It's going to the, hopefully the right place. And it's really an engineering marvel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. They they say it's one of the marvels of the world, you know, mar modern, uh, mar modern world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is amazing. And you're right. We just don't think about it. We just flush it and we forget. Exactly. And and it is historically when you were talking about just going anywhere, um, like even critters do better than we do. Right. Because they know better yeah. than to go in their own water or near their water. They know better yeah. than to eat where they poop. They know <laughs> or poop where they eat. Mm -hmm. um, and people just weren't that. For some reason, we didn't pick We're up just on lazy. that. Well, we we didn't realize that the <clears throat> di diseases coincided with that. You know, there's a great stink of 1858 in London <laughs> where great all stink? sewage, yeah, all the sewage <laughs> was running right into the river, and the river was also where they were getting all their drinking water. So there's a lot of people dying, and a lot of people had disease, and they just they didn't didn't put the first they didn't put them together. Right, right, and and like I said, animals figured that out mm -hmm. instinctively for some reason. Yeah. So and if, okay. and if Oh, okay. go ahead. I'm sorry. But I was going to say, so, so wh what were you looking for and, and what, c what conclusions did you come to? What, what things did you discover you didn't expect? You know, there's, there's so many things. It, you go down a rabbit hole when you, when you do one of these films, <laughs> you know, originally, uh, you know, I, I said, I teach documentary film at Michigan State University and one of my colleagues, Jerry Zeldis and I get together and we pitch ideas. And the original idea to this was poop to power because there's biodigesters and we have one here at Michigan State University. So I go, great, that's a easy shoot. I just walk three blocks and I interviewed Dr. Dana Kirk about the biodigester. And we got there and he, very knowledgeable guy, you know, serious research kind of thing, but he, could, he had a sense of humor about what he was doing. And uh, once I saw that, I was like, oh, this film, this film will work. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it's it's got the serious topic and it's got the sense of humor, and I always think when you add that humor to things, it just it, it, the message gets across better. It's kind of like the Daily Show, you know, they're talking about such serious things, but with humor, and you've got all these young people watching it. It's true. So it's, that's yeah, that's kind of how it started. They say humor and music, humor and music. Yep. If you can if you can yep. put messaging in that, either yep. way, that's how you're going to get people to to latch on. Yeah. And then the and then the film title kind of just wrote itself. You know, <laughs> I started adding the humor in there. Everybody that I interviewed had a good sense of humor about it. And uh, and that title just kind of sticks out at you. And that's that's where uh, all of a sudden, you know, you go out to the American film market to pitch your film for distribution companies and you get a couple of phone calls because the, the title of the film. just to hear about what. Yeah. Just to hear the story. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's so, so were there other uh, academics that uh, fall in the poop category that that there's a lot of people studying this it's amazing i'm actually reaching out right now to a bunch of universities because there's a lot of people studying clean water global health you know the environment all, all kinds of things like that so it, it there's a lot going on in this and th that's when you were saying you know what surprised you well when you go down the rabbit hole it just starts getting crazy and you realize that there's very serious people studying this problem. In fact, you know, if we want to be a space bearing, you know, species, you know, when we get in a spaceship and we're traveling to Mars with a hundred people on Elon Musk's ship, that's going to be a lot of crap. Yeah. And what do we do with it? Yeah. Well, so, um, 
Oh, so many questions. <laughs> so, the, the, I mean, I, I know that people have used uh, poop, whatever, for fuel, for fertilizer, for mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is there technology now to where I could go get something and my house is like, would be self-sufficient that we could take all my three people that live in my house, our excrement for whatever, and power my house. Will there be a day sometime when we could do that? Or is that already here? I I haven't found that, but that's a genius idea. It's like it's like getting solar panels for your house, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds great. I, I think the process is a little bit, you know, when I go to the biodigesters, it's a large facility. It's a building that does this. And it it, you know, it's it has all the stuff has to biodegrade and then it turns into methane, and then the methane turns a turbo. Oh, I have something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something like that. So I, I is it possible in the future? Sure, I think so. I mean, there's there's people that are harvesting it for metal, for precious metal, gold, silver, and a whole bunch of other metals I've never Wait, heard what? of. That's crazy. What? They're harvesting it for metals? Yeah, because just during our day, we consume little tiny bits of metal in just anything. If you think about a wrapper a, a for food or something like that, we consume a little bit of that. Oh. And it's something, actually, I got, the, I got the figures here. It's something like... Uh, Oh, of course I can't find it. In like a in like one million people, there's thirteen million dollars worth of these precious metals if we can harvest it. So this is like the gold wow. rush of the twenty first century. Good lord. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think you want to be the one panning it. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't want to be the one panning Somebody's it. Somebody's got to so, do I mean, it. I'm they thinking can... like if technology was there for like a cruise ship. Where mm. it could it could be mm-hmm. basically self sufficient, where they could take the waste and turn it into power. They already are turning. They desalinate whatever the water for the water on board. So right there, if they could figure out a way to make that happen, that would be pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's what people are doing right now. I mean, some of it gets a little bit on the growth side because uh, people are are cleaning it up for clean water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and that's kind of got an ick factor to it, but they're using it for other purposes, the, the water. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it, what people are doing is is pretty amazing. That's what I love about this film is that at the end of it, you feel hopeful instead right. of feeling like we're killing the planet. One thing you mentioned in there too is the way that other animals use. So there are literally animals that are meant to use poo <laughs> to live. What? Yes. How? Yes. There are we and then and it makes sense because in this in the whole cycle of things <laughs> that there's gotta be a critter that that's their job. I mean and, yeah. and that that's what they live off of. You know, because there's everything, the cycle of life all mm-hmm. the way around. There's there's predators, there's prey. Um and so there the and I, I the dung beetles are one of them that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And those things are really cool. I got to see a bunch of those when I was in Africa and they're cute little beetles and they kind of sit around waiting for bigger animals to go to the bathroom and they roll that up into a ball and they roll that ball into their little homes and they use that to to feast on and they use it to uh, plant their eggs in. And they so, build their uh, home that way, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean talk about it, resourceful. Right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you think about it, think about all the humans and animals that have ever existed on the earth. Mm-hmm. They've left crap on this planet. Where did all that go? Yeah. You know, so it's it's really interesting. That's true. Not everybody was burying it in the forest. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like there's so many different angles to go with this. So, uh, you know. Have they ever found like prehistoric poop? You know, I, I think they have actually. <laughs> like from humans or like dinosaur poop or dinosaur what? Dinosaur poop. It's, it's, um, it's, I think some kind of fossilized people, it's, 
it's okay. jumping into my memory right now from research. It didn't make the film, okay. <laughs> but I do, but I do remember that actually, now that you say that I'm going to look that up because there's, there's just so much stuff that I'm finding right now after I've made the film. Yeah. So, well, so I'm making, I'm making little videos for my Instagram and YouTube pages and all that kind of stuff. You may, and, you may have to have a follow-up. Yeah. yeah that, that That's really interesting. I got to look that up now. <laughs> yeah. Cause fossilized poo. I mean, I would think you could tell a lot from the, the, the poop. Of yeah. critters as well. Yeah. And that, and that's just land animals that we're talking about. I mean, obviously, the animals in the ocean, you don't ever see that <laughs> for the most it's part. It's there, though. Which is another reason not to swim in the ocean. But um, <laughs> I'm just going to say. But, well, and you, and you said and you said something interesting that, that we can learn a lot from our poop. And, uh, you know, we left 96 bags of it on the moon when what? we went on the Apollo moon missions. Yeah, they... They had to drop weight when they're on the moon to bring all those moon rocks back. So everything that they didn't need, they left on the moon. So there's 96 <sighs> bags of crap up there. And there are plant, there are people that have ideas about going back up there because that human waste is teeming with bacteria, which means we've left life on another place in the universe. And you want to so see... I had never heard that before that we left poop on the moon. I hadn't either. I'd never heard that. And, and it just now mm -hmm. I want to ask, one of our favorite guests here is our Nebraska astronaut, Clay Anderson. And mm -hmm. we have him on pretty regularly. And now we need to ask him about... We've asked him about pooping in space, but we've never asked him about that because obviously he didn't go to the moon, but he was on the space station. Um, and just yeah. to find out... That's a good point because it's like you want to see. It's kind of like the guy who had the uh, McDonald's French fries that they left on the counter to see what happens to him after six months, just letting it sit there. Yeah. You wonder what's happened to the poo, and what's grown in the bag. Ugh. Yeah. Well, and yeah. and they want to see if that bacteria is still alive, if it's still or chilly. if it's dead. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really cool. I remember. I think Clay said that whatever they took with them, they had to bring back. So I think they, I think in the they, space station, in right? the space, yeah, in the space station. So they probably brought back cargo containers of frozen whatever. Yeah, but then you think about it, planes when planes are flying that they literally just dump it sometimes, which is yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, there's the there's stories of of frozen blue stuff coming down from planes, but I think I think nowadays, and like what what you're talking about with the space station, mm -hmm. I think they learned from previous mistakes. You know, okay, now we got to bring this stuff back. You know, we can't with with what you're talking about with the space station. Uh, Mirror, mm -hmm. they were they were dumping urine overboard. And frozen urine was hitting the solar panels, and by the end of Mirror, the solar panels weren't working very well. Oh my. Well, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> and you think yeah. you're thinking all the calculations that were done on everything, and and all the diagramming, and and the huge whiteboards across everything, and they're figuring out all those things. Nobody considered because they're overthinking it. Because they they needed they needed somebody like us to go what um like take a bite of our sandwich. Like, have you guys thought about this? <laughs> that the frozen pea things are going to hurt that big expensive mirror deal, and they'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. Well, did you guys did you guys hear about the uh, first ever manned U.S. mission and what happened there? No, mm -hmm. what? So Alan Shepard, fifteen minute flight going into space. Well, the flight kept getting delayed and delayed, and he's sitting on top of that capsule, and he turns on his microphone. He goes, uh, "Guys, I got to pee." <laughs> And he's in, he's in like a phone booth, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they had to figure it out. They told him to hold it and hold it and hold it. And he's like, guys, I can't hold it anymore. And they go, okay, turn off all your electronic stuff. And, and just, go. Just pee. Just, I mean, but, what are you going to do? It's, 
it's something they didn't think about. They're like, hey, 15 minute flight, no big deal. Well, I think Clay yeah. said that in the shuttle, they would wear some form of diaper thing yeah. when yeah. just because it's the force is so strong. He Even if he hadn't, if he said, oh, I could hold it till I get to the moon or whatever, it's still, <laughs> yeah. no matter what, it's still going to come out as soon as he hits 56 G or whatever when they're going up. <laughs> <Right. laughs> no, I mean, you can try, but it's not. I think you'd hit a lot more things at 56 Oh, my gosh. I, I also think if you're being shot up on the space shuttle, you're probably going to crap yourself anyway. Yes. You, you have are. no choice. You are. More yeah. than likely. But, and then you think, too, whatever they take up, they have to bring back. Wouldn't it all balance out? Because, you know, whatever they ingest because they brought food with them is going to come out the other side eventually. Yeah, I mean, right? So think, it yeah. should be the same going up as coming back, shouldn't it? Ish. I've Ish. never... Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I think I think again okay, we're I not think, engineers. I think the Hale Varsity Burger weighs different going in versus going out. <laughs> I would <laughs> that's what out. I would say. We'll have to double check that. Yeah. That is okay. So ultimately, in your documentary, you said you come out on a high note. You come out uh, on a happy tale at the end. Oh gosh, didn't mean that double entendre <laughs> there. But anyway, um, <laughs> what 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 kind of good thing did you just kind of a sample of some of the things that you did discover you didn't expect? Well, it's it's the people that are making water out of it that mm -hmm. is now being used uh, on farms to help. You know, we have a huge problem with water right now. If you if you look at the news, you know, the either the amount of of floods or droughts going on. Mm -hmm. So if we can, uh, you know, reclaim that water, that's great. You know, we talked about people getting uh, um, precious metals out of it. Yes. Uh, it, all kinds of things. I mean, even they're talking about, you know, we, we were talking about the space uh, program and all that kind of stuff. They're talking about lining the spacecraft with it to protect humans from cosmic radiation. What? So, yeah. So there's all kinds of really cool things that, that people are thinking about with this and, and they're, and they're doing them. They're actively doing it. Wow. That's pretty cool. It's really amazing. That is okay. Amazing. So where can we see this video? If somebody wants to check out the documentary. Well, in the U.S. and Canada, which is great because you guys are in Omaha in and I have family in Omaha. Yay. So sweet. Great. Uh, you can see it on Amazon, on Apple TV, on iTunes, on Vudu, on Google Play and a whole bunch of other stuff that I can't think of right now. <laughs> just just Google it, basically, because yeah. if you Google the title, yeah. it's going to show you on, Go on Google in particular. On the right hand side, it'll show you about everywhere that you can see it. Uh, where it's available, and then you can pick out the ones that maybe you subscribe to or maybe you have access to um, yeah. to be able to check it out. And again, the name, say it loud and clear. Yeah, it's uh, Shit Saves the World. And actually, <laughs> you can go to shitsavestheworld.com and you can click on any of the places that it plays. I put it on the right there so it's easy. Not .net. That's totally different. No, yeah, yeah. You don't want to go to the no, .net. You want to go to the .com. The .com. <laughs> Troy, this has been... Um, unique yeah <laughs> it has i try you know <laughs> but yeah if you do another documentary or follow-up please let us know um or if you have any other amazing discoveries now that you're uh, obviously you're finding more information after finishing the documentary it's like all of a sudden you opened up the floodgates didn't you yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to look up prehistoric poop right after I get off. <laughs> Troy, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for this taking is... the time, buddy. Thanks, guys. See you. You Thanks. got it. Bye -bye. See you later. Oh that, my that, god. I mean, I'm, right up I, our alley. I, right up our alley. That's right. In our um, wheelhouse. You guys, okay. thank you for listening. Wow. Rate, review, subscribe. Click the links in our description for anything we talked about. Thanks. Pat and JT podcast. A Huda Media Production.